Hello, 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 it's Jonathan. So, as I sit here, it is very early in the morning in Encinitas, California. I'm looking out through the doors at the ocean off in the distance, and this is the day before we leave to return to our home in Gotham in New York City after two weeks of transplanting here and taking a bit of a working vacation, environmental, psychological reset. I'm a little bit sad because... Funny enough, this is one of the only places that we've been where um, after two weeks we want to stay longer. (laughs) Normally we get pretty itchy and we want to go home. But anyway, recording the final Good Life Project riff from the beach to share with you. Good Life Project updates, Good Life Project science update today. I'm talking about how honest we get with what we share especially when we're creating stuff deliberately for other people to experience. And a kind of a fascinating new study on how talking to ourselves can help us out when we are struggling with emotions, which, you know, kind of make, may make you know, those of us who talk to ourselves as we wander through the day feel a little bit better. Anyway, on to those two topics in today's Good Life Update. 
creating, it's funny, I, you know, I like to sort of look at some of the things I've been thinking about and create ideas either for postcards, for hand lettering, for t-shirts, for apparel, for Good Life Project merch, which we have out there, if you haven't seen it, by the way. And uh, we've been thinking about things, uh, especially because we have our Camp GLP coming up in uh, towards the end of August and really excited to welcome people. We're always thinking of cool, fun, different things we can create for them. And one of the uh, one of the, the phrases that, that I actually put together and then we turned into a design and was on our, our merch for the last few years was uh, um, the word grateful, but spelled G-R-E-A-T, like great, and F-U-L-L, like full, and then combining them. So I was playing around with sort of like, how could we update this? and was playing with ideas. And then I, I had the word great really big and the word full really big. And, and then I, I added in tiny letters, I said, doing great, feeling full, life is good. And I was looking at it, I was like, oh, that's sweet. It kind of like brings this really nice feeling to it. And then uh, I'm thinking to myself, hmm, am I really doing great? Am I really feeling full? Is life really good? My answer is sometimes, yeah. You know, that's my reality. That's my truth. Sometimes, no. <laughs> sometimes I'm feeling crappy. Sometimes my buckets, you know, I've been negligent in filling my good life buckets, and they're pretty damn close to empty. And um, other times, yeah, life is good, but you know, I'm not feeling it. And so I started playing around, and I was like, you know, it's funny that we're constantly creating stuff like this to put into the world, you know, affirmations, quotes and quotables that are all about, like, everything is awesome, shiny, happy life things, and people love them and share them around, um, but it's not the reality. And I was wondering to myself, I'm like, you know, what if you actually just took things like this and you got realistic and you're like, you actually created art, quotables, shareables, things like this. That didn't reflect this utopian fantasy, hey, everything's awesome state, which sometimes it is. But what if you actually had things that reflected the reality of sometimes things are crappy, sometimes things are awesome? What if you just told it like it is? Would people want to step into that state and turn around and share it publicly? And so I started thinking to myself about um, my friend Emily McDowell, who has been a guest on a past episode. And if you haven't haven't listened to that, you definitely want to go check it out. Um, Emily's is an awesome human being who, uh, pretty early in life, had cancer and uh, and and moved through it and uh, recovered and um, has since you know built a, a a really extraordinary life and a really extraordinary business. And it started as when she left her career as a creative director and sort of a big advertising firm, and then decided that she wanted to turn her creative genius and a bit of snarky wit loose on her experience when she had cancer. And nobody around her could figure out what to say or what to do, and no one wanted to acknowledge this was kind of weird. So she created these things called empathy cards. And they were just like, okay, so this is what's really going on in my head and your head. What would happen if we just put it out there and said it and made it public? And that's exactly what Emily did. And she created these empathy cards and has now built uh, Emily McDowell's studio. Um, and she's got lines of cards, all sorts of merch. And it's all built around really funny, cute art built around phrases and quotables that are not shiny, happy, everything's awesome, but are kind of like real world. Um, so, 
you know, she, she'll have a card that says, you know, I know this day really sucks for you. I'm thinking of you. Rather than saying, oh, buck up, everything's awesome. When I think of stuff like this, I'm like, huh. You know, when she comes out with something like this, and these became massive viral hits, by the way, it kind of tells you, did these become massive viral hits? Because people are yearning so much for some way to show that they're feeling their humanity. They're not feeling the, you know, the glorious utopian, everything is awesome sort of aspiration and that they actually want to share the reality of their not so perfect lives. And nobody's actually giving them an opportunity to do it. So it's kind of funny because I looked back at what I was creating. I was like, you know what? This is not my truth. Um, I'm not necessarily, you know, doing great and feeling full and life is awesome. So I kind of played with that phrase and I tweaked it a little bit. And what I, what I changed it to was some days I'm great, others I struggle. Some days I'm full, others I'm empty. But every day I'm here to feel whatever it is I feel, I'm grateful. And when I looked at that and I read it, that landed as my reality. Um, and I wonder, you know, why don't we do more of this? Why do, why are we so drawn to shiny, happy representations, which are not our reality, which tell the story of an aspiration that many of us don't feel and won't rise to? Um, is it that we kind of want to keep constantly putting it out there as public goals for us to aspire to and then to share for everybody else? Or is it that we want to wear the facade of this is my life when in fact it isn't and hope that that convinces us that it is and others that that things are really good you know i feel like we're missing a moment to allow for the deepening of connection when we create things that don't reflect our reality and when we share things that tell the story of a reality that isn't true we lose an opportunity to connect. And I think we're yearning for that connection. We are yearning to be more honest. We are yearning to be more vulnerable. We are yearning to feel free enough to share the truth of our day-to-day reality and not have to share, feel like we're telling the story of everything is awesome. Because some days it is, and some days it outright sucks. And that's actually okay, because a life well-lived is an emo-diverse life, meaning it is a life full of the entire sweep of emotion and experience, not a shiny, happy life. The research bears that out these days. So it was kind of a fun experiment for me, just writing out this thing, and I'm like, wait, that's not my truth. Even though that's what we see all over the place, and reflecting on Emily and the fact that when she got real and told the truth her ideas and her business exploded because so many more people wanted to connect with that level of depth and truth and then inspired me to go back and say, what if I actually did this? What if I told the real story here? How would that change the way that I feel, what I create in the world, and how might it change the way that people relate to it? And maybe that's my invitation for you as you're listening to this. What if you shared more of the real story in your interactions with people? What would that look like? Anyway, That is what I'm thinking about on today's Good Life Project Drift. Be sure to stay tuned because after the break, we've got kind of a cool study in our Good Life Science update today. It is around how talking to yourself (laughs) may actually help you process some of those challenging emotions, which I'm sure 
you never do, and nobody you know ever does. Of course, I never do, <laughs> except when I do. Back with you in just a moment. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Good Life Project is sponsored by NetSuite. So I remember when our businesses were just starting to really scale. It was amazing and also added complexity and stress. And the things that I used to do in hours were taking days, too many spreadsheets, too many systems, no single source of truth. If that sounds familiar. You should know these numbers. 37,000. 25 and 1. 37,000 businesses have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth, manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. And right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash goodlife. That's netsuite.com slash goodlife to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash goodlife. Good Life Project is sponsored by Lexus GX. So have you ever owned something that inspired you to just up your game? For me, it was this high-end mountain bike. I love the ultralight frame, the suspension, the precision gearing, and I realized it deserved to be ridden to its full potential. So I started training harder so I could experience the joy it could give back to me. And it paid off. That bike helped me discover just new levels of performance and straight up joy. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Imagine tackling rugged landscapes with the available 33-inch all-terrain tires and multi-terrain select, then unwinding with the available front row massaging seats. This is a vehicle that inspires you to go further to live up to its full potential. So why settle? Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. And welcome back to today's Good Life Science Update, where... We kind of go out there and scour what's happening in the world of the sciences and looking for studies, for research, for things that are exploring, little tips, tools, ideas, strategies, um, science that just might allow us to live better lives. 
This week's science update actually is a study that comes out of the University of Michigan, um, recently published findings in scientific reports, and uh, which is a journal put out by Nature. And as always, we will uh, we will link to the fuller report in the show notes for those who like to dive deeper. This is kind of an interesting thing. Um, it's about how we talk to ourselves and how. a a very subtle shift in that may in fact help us process emotion much more effectively. So when we're struggling with something, when there's a trauma, when there's something, you know, that's causing anxiety or some sort of emotional reaction that we don't particularly want, many of us talk to ourselves, but usually we talk to ourselves in the first person, meaning don't get so upset, calm down, relax, breathe, let it go. This is stupid. This doesn't mean anything. You know, just let it go. Put it. We try and retell the story and put it in the context of something. We reframe it in a way that allows us to calm down, to relax, to let it go, to you know, process and diffuse the emotion. And the thing is, we generally talk to ourselves in the first person when we do that because it would be a little bit weird not to. <laughs> this research actually examined an alternative. What if? You actually spoke to yourself in the third person. What does that look like? So instead of saying, you know, like, why am I so upset? You know, like, I need to just calm down, just calm down. You know, I would say to myself, um, you know, like, Jonathan is going through something which is really challenging right now. And he's, you know, feeling anxious and he's in this scenario. I would actually talk to myself in the third person as if I was somebody else largely the same conversation, but instead of using the first person, using the third person. Now, this sounds a little bit weird. Um, We've all seen people talk about themselves in the third person as if they're not there or as if they're talking about someone else. And it's a little bit weird, sometimes perceived as a little bit pompous. Um, We see this sometimes in public figures and we're like, what is going on there? Um, That's a little bit weird talking about yourself in the third person. But it turns out when you talk to yourself, using yourself in the third person, it actually allows your brain to process emotion and struggle a bit differently. According to one of the uh, the um, study leaders, Jason Moser at MSU, he said, essentially, we think referring to yourself in the third person leads people to think about themselves more similar to how they think about others. And you can see evidence in this in the brain. That helps people gain a tiny bit of psychological distance from their experiences, which can often be useful for regulating emotions. And the study kind of looked at this two ways. They took a group of people and they did this in in the clinical psychophysiology lab at MSU. And they showed them images. Um, Some of them were were neutral. Some of them were really upsetting. You know, they were images that were intended to provoke emotion, uh, very often angsty, uh, non-fun emotion. Then they had people react to them both in the first person and in the third person while their brains were being monitored by uh, electroencephalographs, which are these machines that kind of like can see what's going on in your brain to a certain extent. And what they saw was that for the people who spoke to themselves using third person as if they were someone else, that particular study participant's brain activity drop down to a baseline calm really quickly, much more quickly when they refer to themselves um, in third person than when they refer to themselves in the first person. So really interesting 
bit of data there. Um, then there was a second experiment that was done. And that was similar to this. This is out of UM, where, uh, from their emotion self-control lab, where the people in the study actually were asked to uh, think about, to bring up experiences from uh, their life that were not fun, things that caused a certain amount of anxiety or fear or unpleasant emotion. And they were asked to think about them and kind of process them using first person and then using the third person, you know, like either, well, I felt this, I feel this. Um, this is my experience or, you know, Jonathan felt, uh, this Jonathan experienced this, you know, as if you were talking about somebody else. And the interesting thing is instead of, um, electroencephalograph, they were using something called fMRI, which can, um, which is short for functional magnetic resonance imaging. I have had a few of those for various (laughs) injuries over the years. And um, which allows you to look at the brain in a different way. And they found pretty similar outcomes. What they found was that the people who were processing past experiences that were traumatic actually were able to sort of uh, control their emotion and come back to baseline more effectively when they were in the third person than when you were in the first person. So what's really interesting about this is that it doesn't really take any more energy to talk about yourself uh, one way or the other. But apparently, it can really help you process it. And again, the, you know, the, the the two different experiments kind of back each other up with slightly different experimental setups and different measuring tools. But what's interesting is both show that when we try and process negative emotion or negative experience, and instead of saying, "Oh my gosh, I feel this way," saying, "Wow," so uh, like the third person person, you know, like Jonathan, Susie, Anne, whatever it may be, just experience this and he, she feels this way. And it actually helps us process the emotion, um, which is kind of a cool thing. So maybe it's an experiment to try next time. And (laughs) you don't have to do this out loud, but maybe next time, you know, something is bothering you. Something's making you a bit angsty and, you know, a moment where you normally try and quote, talk yourself down. Maybe Try the third person option and see how that works for you. Be really curious whether uh, any of you try this and um, and if you do, how you feel it works for you. Um, always interested in the responses. Uh, feel free to share uh, across social media. Let me know. Let us know um, what you think of this. And if you try it out, let us know how, how it actually um, works in your life. As always, so much fun sharing these ideas, these little science updates with you. We're uh, exploring more ways to, uh, to share different things with you and uh, go deeper and offer ways to help you live a good life. That's it for today. I'm signing off. Last, uh, last update from the beach. We'll be back in Gotham, New York City for future updates. You may have heard uh, we, we were battling a little bit of the sound of the, the beach dogs this morning recording. And of course, back in New York City, we will be battling the sounds of a little bit of background sirens and street noise over there. It's just a different soundscape. So I'll talk to you guys next week. I'm Jonathan Fields, signing off for Good Life Project. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If the stories and ideas in any way moved you, I would so appreciate if you would take just a few extra seconds for two quick things. One, if it's touched you in some way, if there's some idea or moment in the story or in the conversation that you really feel like you would share with somebody else, that it would make a difference in somebody else's life. Take a moment and whatever app you're using, 
just share this episode with somebody who you think it'll make a difference for. Email it if that's the easiest thing, whatever is easiest for you. And then, of course, if you're compelled, subscribe so that you can stay a part of this continuing experience. My greatest hope with this podcast is not just to produce moments um, and share stories and ideas that impact one person listening, but to let it create a conversation, to let it serve as a catalyst for the elevation of all of us together, collectively, because that's how we rise. When stories and ideas become conversations that lead to action, that's when real change happens. And I would love to invite you to participate on that level. Thank you so much, as always, for your intention, for your attention, for your heart. And um, I wish you only the best. I'm Jonathan Fields, signing off for Good Life Project. Good Life Project is sponsored by Lexus GX. So have you ever owned something that inspired you to just up your game? For me, it was this high-end mountain bike. I love the ultralight frame, the suspension, the precision gearing, and I realized it deserved to be ridden to its full potential. So I started training harder so I could experience the joy it could give back to me. And it paid off. That bike helped me discover just new levels of performance and straight up joy. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Imagine tackling rugged landscapes with the available 33-inch all-terrain tires and multi-terrain select, then unwinding with the available front row massaging seats. This is a vehicle that inspires you to go further to live up to its full potential. So why settle? Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.